Yeah, welcome to the Shiesty Show podcast. I'm your host, Matt, and we're back with another episode. This is episode 26. This is the show where we talk about everything and anything. It's the Shiesty Show. Shite, shite, shiesty, baby. So uh, we here, we live in the booth, um, coming back to you after a couple weeks. Um, got to sit with the Drake album a little bit more, so I like to revisit that first. Um, got to really sit with it. I really like the song uh, Far From Home. I really think that's some of Drake's better rapping right there. Um, I think he should have did that on the whole album. The quality of it is always good with 40 producing, so no issues with the quality or the sound. But uh, some of the lyrics just sound dated. Um, just going back to it, I'd probably say I like about five or six songs out of 23. You know, I still give it a seven at best. Um good good songs there i I really like the one with the slime you out with scissor that that was a good record too i really like that one that was more the commercial one um but i I really like that one but overall album definitely not definitely not uh some of drake's best work but you know we'll live we'll live with it um so just to revisit that i would i would definitely give that album a solid seven out of ten um so we'll see. I, I definitely think Drake needs to turn it up for his next album. If he decides to continue to drop music, he said he's taking about a year, a uh, year of some change off. So we'll, we'll see how that goes for him. But uh, just as far as the album, uh, didn't really live up to expectations and all the hype that surrounded it. So, um, you know, but that's what it is. What it is. Uh, I just wanted to touch back on that because I know that's what I critiqued and, and rated and, really having more time to sit with it i still think what i think but it is it is a cool cool seven six seven tracks that um i dig on the album so is what it is uh next we got fury and uh francis um fighting on saturday the best heavyweight in the game of boxing taking on the best heavyweight in the game of uh ufc i don't i don't think he's no longer signed to ufc but Former UFC World Heavyweight Champion Francis um, and uh, Tyson Fury going at it here on Saturday. So this one should be a good one. I just don't overall see much of a challenge. Um, But, you know, there's always a puncher's chance. And they do say that Francis has one of the heavier hands in UFC. But then again, this is boxing. You're fighting with bigger gloves, different rules, um, no kicking, no choking out. None of that. So um, these, these these are different rules here, and I think it would be kind of a walk in the park, to be honest. I think Tyson Fury is going to have his way. I just don't think UFC guys could come to boxing and vice versa. I don't think boxers can go to UFC and, and make it happen that quick. Uh, definitely something you got to train for. The only one I've seen so far actually be somewhat decent at boxing from UFC was Anderson Silva. I just think he was a little bit too old once he fought jake paul but uh that was still a great fight um anderson silver you could tell has a lot of boxing skill uh he even beat julio cesar chavez jr um that a guy that's a professional boxer so uh you know he, he he's probably the best the best one i've seen so far make the crossover uh to boxing but as far as the rest of them go man it's just boxing is another game no matter what these UFC guys want to say, I, I honestly think 
that uh, they came into the game really thinking that because they can strike in UFC, it shouldn't be too much harder to translate into to boxing skill. But um, throwing for 10, 15 seconds compared to three-minute rounds is, is the big difference. And um, technique, ducking and dodging, moving, sticking, um, you know, those are big aspects of boxing, different angles. Uh, I just think UFC is a little more of a street fight type of rules. So I just don't see it translating. So I, I think this will be a pretty easy fight for Tyson Fury. But, you know, always a puncher's chance. I just believe with these bigger gloves, uh, UFC guys fight with small gloves compared to boxers. Uh, not only that, I think Deontay Wilder is probably the hardest puncher on the planet, regardless of big gloves, no gloves. Um, and he, he, he rocked Fury twice, and Fury was still able to get up. Do I think Francis will hit? Harder than Wilder, I do not. And um, if you can't hit harder than Wilder, I don't. I don't see Fury, the big six nine guy, going down with anything else. So, um, but yeah, that's on Saturday, so that should be good. It's a fight coming up for boxing. Um, did hear the Earl Spence, Terence Crawford rematch is is due to happen. They're looking for a date in February. Uh, from from what I've read so far, um. That's going to be a good one, man. I wonder if it's still going to be at 147 or they are both going to move up to 154 because I think when I watched those clips of those guys uh, leading up to the fight, both of them said that it, this last time was probably the hardest to make 147 uh, with them getting a little bit older now and uh, metabolism not as fast. Uh, they, it was a little harder for these guys to make that weight. So if this goes to 154, I do think that favors Spence with him being the bigger guy. But then again, you know, he was the bigger guy in this fight uh, at 147, and he still got dominated. I just, you know, weight, I think weight does have a play a part in a fight, but also does so does skill. So we'll see if Spence has the skill and the weight helps him in this fight coming up. But definitely want to see the rematch. I'm not mad at it. Not mad at it for boxing, man. The, the you know, making good fights so far, and uh, hopefully they keep it rolling, man. Keep it rolling. Um, the season started with the NBA. A couple games already popped off. I watched the Lakers lose to the Nuggets uh, opening night, uh, which was on Tuesday. We're recording this on Thursday. So opening night, you know, they lost to the defending world champs. They held it up uh, to, the, to the end, and they kind of let it slip. But it's only game one. But then again, you're playing the world champs, so you got to bring it. These are going to be the guys to run through, um, especially with Joker over there and Murray and them guys uh, trying to repeat and, and, and make history over there in Denver. Um, I don't know if that was Den – I think that was Denver's first championship ever. Uh, so big things for those guys over there that they're trying to accomplish. And um, so you got, you're going to have to run through them. And uh, they didn't play up to par. Anthony Davis not, not – up to par with with playing with Joker, but let's hope over time this season that he understands that LeBron is fading out. Uh, Father Time is undefeated, catching up with uh, LeBron. He was trying to run like his hairline, but it's 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 coming to an end here, and we we gotta understand that. And I just read that they're gonna try to play him uh, between thirty five and thirty twenty five and thirty minutes a game to help them uh, prolong them for the playoffs because you know Lakers are going to be there regardless uh, with the squad they got. I don't think they'll take anything less than the sixth seed. Um, but, you know, defending champs are there. So 
Lakers got to step up. NBA season started, though. It should be great. Should be great. Um, so I'm excited for that. Now we don't just got football to talk about here. We will also have basketball news and uh, different things around the league. Ready to see Dame compete over there in Milwaukee uh, and see what they got over there, man, and see if those guys are ready to get another championship um, and get Dame his first one. Let's jump into some NFL news. First thing, Raiders need to draft a QB in the first round. I totally believe this. Um, it's time. No more stop gap. No more stop gap quarterbacks. No more uh, just good enough quarterbacks like Jimmy G, Derek Carr. Uh, shit, we haven't had an All Pro since Rich Gannon. So I just think that uh, you know the last decent quarterback you could say is Carson Palmer. With the weapons he had, you know, he was throwing to Hayward Bay um, type guys. So he, he's the last decent quarterback. But other than that, uh, we've had Matt Flynn. Uh, we've had um, uh, who else, man? We I, just going down the list, dude. We've had Terod Taylor. We've had uh, Geno. No, no, we didn't get Geno, did we? I think we might have got Geno one year. But you know what? It's just been a carousel for quarterbacks at the Raiders. Oh man, and it's uh, it's it, it's time, man. It's time to dedicate one of those first round picks that we have. Uh, and the way the season's looking, we might get a high draft pick. Why not go and chase the number one quarterback or try to get a high quarterback in the draft, um, high prospect in the draft? So that's that's what I believe right now. Because with Jimmy G um, playing, he's injury prone and inconsistent. Just another another Derek Carr to be honest uh doesn't what i noticed with him too jimmy g does not like to push the ball downfield i don't really see him make any pass over 20 yards i think that's when uh our boy hoyer came in and, and he had one of the longest plays of the season for 40 yards just because uh jimmy g does not push the ball down the field he's going to give you uh short to medium routes um and and that's really where his game is and i don't think the raiders are built to have that type of game. That's like that Baltimore Ravens uh, defense carry the whole team. You need something like that, and I just don't think the Raiders def – they're good. The defense has actually kept us in a lot of games this year. Um, but overall, I just don't think uh, they got enough to, to, to carry the team. And, and, and Jimmy G doesn't give them any help. Uh, a lot of four and outs, uh, three and outs, I shall say. Um, a lot of punts. So – a lot of field goals, and uh, I don't think we've scored over 21 points in a game this year. So that just shows you where we are offensively with not pushing the ball. And you, you got some of the most explosive uh, receivers. You got Myers playing out of his mind right now. You got Rumfro that barely gets the ball thrown on, but that's the slot machine. And then you got Devontae Adams, the number one receiver in the league out there with the best running back behind you. Offensive line has been stepping it up now that they put Mulford, Mulford at a uh, Right tackle took out Luminor. I always thought he was the better tackle anyways. He's the bigger guy. Um, you know, him with him and Miller on the outside, the two giants, you know, just let him get lick his wounds, and I, I think he'll hold his own over there. He's done a lot better holding down the line uh, the last couple weeks. So something just to point out. Uh, and, and if McDaniels doesn't start to win, uh, starting with this Monday night game that the Raiders have against the Detroit Lions, um, then it's over, man. I think it's time for McDaniels to go. I'm not one of those guys 
that we get a coach and then right away we try to get rid of them because that's not how you build a uh, that's not how you build a winning franchise because at the end of the day if you just have a carousel coaches coming in and out you don't get to build a culture you don't get to implement your game plan like you want to one and done is not um, necessarily the the mark that you want to have for a coach to come in and try to do something with your team so um but he's had two years uh he's a year and a half in right now and um I just think of he he doesn't win at the end of the season. His two years was enough to see what we get from Josh McDaniels. Also, seeing his head coaching that he did when he was in Denver, um, I just think it's time for for a change if he doesn't start to win here and at least get the Raiders to the playoffs. I think if the Raiders miss the playoffs or continue on this streak and just continue to lose a lot of games, he's definitely out. But if he can compete and get him either close or into the playoffs, he'll stick around. And like I said, you go get that quarterback with the number one pick. And definitely give Adams a say in what they pick. I don't care what anyone says. LeBron has a say in what happens. Jordan had a say in what happens. Kobe had a say in what happens. Bring me Pau Gasol. So when you're the star of the team, then you, need, you need to communicate with him and let him know what, what, what the plan is. Um, and he's the best receiver, and he's been proving it, taking shots, going over the middle. No fear. Uh, he, he, we can't let him waste his career here like Randy Moss. So we, we got to take advantage of this situation when we got the best receiver. Um, next on the list, uh, I think October 31st is the trade deadline for the NFL. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, I think the Raiders will move off of Renfro just because he's not being utilized in the offense anymore, which I don't see why. I think if Aaron O'Connell plays this weekend, we will see um, – we will see we'll see that happen. I think if Aaron O'Connell plays, I think he's gonna spread the ball around. I think that first game, you gotta give everyone on the first day, whether it's a job, an interview, whatever it is on their first day, you gotta give a little leeway. And uh it was his first start. He had a lot of bad turnovers. But I do think the kid, if you're gonna uh have Jimmy G getting hurt every other week, it's time to just ride the the the, the rookie and see if maybe he's the guy. Let him play out the rest of the season. And uh, I think he gives us our best chance. If Adam spoke up with him or spoke up for him, that shows a lot of confidence in a young guy to let him at least go out there and try to compete for the job. Um, so trade deadline coming up, I think they will move off of Renfro. I do believe if the Raiders do decide to move off of him, they will go for a pass rusher to team up with Crosby. Crosby does not really have any help. Our number one pick, Tyree Wilson, he's he's doing all right. This Chicago game, he finally got a sack, but – uh. You know, six weeks into the season is 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 kind of pushing it and, and not really getting back some help when he really needs it on the other side. So um, I, I do believe they will try to make a trade like that. If not, just keep him. And Larry O'Connell try to use him, man. I, I think Renfro is a very skilled player. We call him the slot machine in Vegas. Uh, and, and I think he can contribute to the team given a chance. Um, overall, like I said, QB play around the league is down. I just think QB play around the league. You got the Jets. You got uh, Josh Allen throwing picks every now and then. You got too, 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 too much inconsistency. You got Zach Wilson having to play because Rodgers is out. Like I said, the Jets, the Raiders. Um, you just Some of these guys, you don't know what you're going to get, man. Kirk Cousins is another one, very inconsistent. Derek Carr, um, another one. Uh, just overall around the league, man, it's it, the Baker, you know, B Bucks are middle of the road. Um, and this this all just comes a lot down to quarterback play, man. Um, it's just 
you can see with the absence of Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, uh, even Russell Wilson is down, and that's a former Super Bowl champion. Uh, I just think around the league, they, they kind of uh, glamorized different positions for a long time, and, and quarterback got overlooked with not many very uh, high draft classes, not too many Patrick Mahomes coming out. Um, you know, just a lot of middle-of-the-road guys, Cam Newtons, uh, dudes like that that can win you some games, but Jimmy G, they can win you some games, but they're not going to take you to a championship. And that's just the real fact right there. That ain't even trying to diss anybody or talk shit about anyone's team. That's just the fact. Overall, QB play down is down in the league, and uh, they, they got to really focus on bringing in some new guys other than Mahomes. Like I said, Allen is – is a good QB, but he also has his moments. Uh, only one really consistent really putting it up is, you know, Lamar has his moments, but he, he's a little more consistent in Mahomes. And who else? Um, you know, Detroit over there, golf playing very well. So we got to have some more of these guys step up, man, because this play in the NFL right now for QB is, is, is looking bad. It's making a lot of these games look bad. Um, but – Overall, that it is what it is. Tonight we got Thursday night football. Speaking of the Bucks, so we got the Bucks against the Bills. Allen versus Mayfield. Um, definitely gonna tune in, watch that. If I gotta give you my prediction here, uh, hey, you know what? Bucks being three and three, they're gonna be fighting, man. I, I'm gonna roll with the Bucks. Uh, 21-21-17. Gonna roll with the Bucks on this one, and and, and see how that plays out. But uh, Thursday night football, we ready. And uh, before I get out of here, man, I just want to touch on something serious. Um, the Cesar Pena and DJ Ambry situation going on, if you're not very familiar. Uh, flipping NJ, Cesar Pena is a real estate agent or a real estate guy that was flipping houses in New Jersey. Uh, DJ Ambry from the Breakfast Club. His boy, they were business partners always together, always making videos about real estate and uh, flipping houses. Now they're under investigation for scamming. Um, I don't know how much longer DJ Envy has on the Breakfast Club, especially if some of these lawsuits start to come after iHeart and the Breakfast Club, and, and that's where he was promoting a lot of this stuff. And, um, you know, it's just a sucky situation, man. I'm a real big fan of DJ Envy. always thought he was a cool guy, uh, family man, a lot of great moments on the Breakfast Club. You know, it doesn't, doesn't seem to be – trying to do people harm, but, you know, if you really did that, man, that's very, uh, how could I say? He took advantage of his popularity, and, and that's 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 the biggest uh, thief is, you know, the biggest con artist, um, if this is true. You know, I like DJ Envy, but, if you use this celebrity to rob people of millions of dollars uh, just to fatten your pockets and not help anyone else when you're already rich, flashing cars and houses on IG, don't think this is new for DJ Envy. DJ Envy seems like he's been getting money for a long time. And, um, you know, uh, if it comes down to that, that he was robbing and stealing, then, you know, I have no respect for DJ Envy and I really don't care what happens to him. But, you know, it's just a sucky situation right now with every with everything going on, and uh, you know, the truth will be revealed. It's always the truth always comes to light. Police involved, everyone's involved, Fed's involved. So, 
we'll we'll see what the truth is. And um, if DJ Envy didn't have no uh, type of knowledge of this was going on behind his back, then uh, much respect to Envy. And, and it sucks that he got into a partnership with a sleazy partner. Uh, and and Pena going on IG lives. I don't think that's the look right now, boy. I, I I don't think that's really what you should be doing. I think you should really just be quiet, take a time, and let it breathe. Uh, going on posting DMX songs and all that. Uh, that's it's not a good look, man. Not a good look at all. But we got to see what the truth is, and when it comes out, we'll know for sure. Um, but that's it for here on the on the Shiesty Show, episode 26. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back again next week. Uh, coming Tuesday, we'll be here on the Shiesty Show. You know, we out. Yo.